as Tupac and Do For Love. Leading the conversation, you are on SAFM. And in the studio, I do have my guest, Dimpo Seiso, author of Unbreakable. Uh, just to give you an insight, um, she's set to launch her, uh, her debut book, Unbreakable, which questions the legality of homosexuality in South Africa and sheds light on the struggle faced by the LGBTQ community in the country. And the book is a call for action uh, to the system to implement the constitution better and to review it. Dimpo, good to have you on SAFM. Hi, thanks for having me. This is very interesting. So I got the book and I read it. I read it right up to the end. Mm, really? Absolutely. Absolutely. Which was your best chapter? I read your grandmom. Oh, the love for your grandmother yeah. is just on steroids. Yeah. You really love that woman. She must have made an impact in your life. She really loved me. So loud. She really loved me. And yes, she did. She made such an impact. Like, you know, when you're having a bad day and also when you're having a good day, you feel like, I wish I could get home to this person and just share like all the good and the bad that happened in the day. So yeah, she was a really big part of my life. Let, let's, let's start right at the beginning. Yeah. What prompted you to write the book? Initially, what were you going through? I initially thought I was keeping a diary. I was going through an IVF uh, episode with my partner. So I thought I was keeping a diary, an IVF diary. I actually thought it was going to be a good and a happy generally moment. But then there were so many things that we came across that we were not expecting. And then eventually I was just frustrated. And then I was just venting. So that's how it started. Okay. And when you say venting, of course, <laughs> when I, from, from the beginning of the chapter, it was really, really interesting. Yeah. And I just want to come to, to, to like, you know, the beginning of, of the book. Mm. So you start off by stating that you met someone unexpected. You had your son. Yes, I, I had my son. And how did, how did that happen before this transition? What the as it, you had you, you had your son before you met your your partner? Yes, boy, boy Kuto. Boy Kuto, yes. yes, yes. You had your son. How 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 did you move from that transition to then meeting Boy Kuto and feeling, oh, I like her? I wasn't really in a relationship for a longer time. Uh, just taking a break, and then so in my head I was just I had a list of the qualities that I wanted, but I. Honestly, didn't think it would be from a woman. Then I, when I met Bikuzo, Bikuzo was sticking all the all those qualities, and I'm like, okay, what's happening? Like, what is happening? In the book, I also said I had to go for therapy because I really didn't understand what was happening with me. And then it just happened. I fell in love, and it was crazy. It still is. And I'm like, no, this girl is the one. So then, yeah, that's how it happened. And... After meeting her, why did you feel the need to then say, okay, from just a diary, let's write a book? Then this other time I had my cousin that, has, that went to a wedding, a, a same-sex wedding in Lesotho. And then I asked her what was happening there because I know this is not allowed in my country. Then she said, no, it was just... Uh, a celebration, more like a trust up ceremony. And then I was interested in talking to her friend who was also getting married. And while we were talking, 
I, we had already had a baby. So then the baby cried. And then the lady said, so you have a baby? Then I said, yes, and he's two months old. Then she said, did you not struggle with the adoption process? Then I said, no, we went through IVF. And then she said, what is IVF? And then I just felt like maybe a lot of people don't even know that there are other options besides waiting for social services to give you a green card. And then besides that, it was also the things that I went through that I didn't have to go through. Then I'm, I'm like, like something has to change. There has to be something that changes from this process, from these laws that recognizes us. There has to be something that changes. And I'm like, maybe, maybe I could just put something together and maybe something will change. Mm. Yeah. Now, now, looking at you, you know, being a woman who loves another woman, of course, you know, the challenges are there. And for me, look, I, I can't exactly preempt the book. The book is yours and that's for you to, to, to talk about. Yeah. But I just read it and it's like I could just, you know, purge on your behalf. The struggles that came with it. So you've met your partner. Uh, you are at work. Uh, you like this girl. You just want a simple life. Yeah. Basic life. Then at work, there's investigation to say the two of you have a thing going on. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about that. So I had just started and then there was an investigation looking into, then they called it an abnormal relationship, friendship, because we were quite close. And then in that moment, we were not even dating. We were just enjoying each other's company. And then I was just wondering, maybe this, remember, I'm just realizing that I have feelings for a girl. And then I'm subjected to an investigation it was a huge deal because they even had some external investigators coming to look into the relationship. And I'm like, no, maybe this is just not meant to be. Maybe the universe is just telling me to abort mission. And then, yeah. But because there really wasn't nothing then, so the investigation didn't come with anything positive, maybe that they would have used against us. Yeah. Yeah. No, let's, let's divert slightly <laughs> from, from the book. You know, because I know that in the book, you know, you talk about the challenges that women go through, uh, you know, especially if you, if you are in a homosexual relationship in South Africa and legally, legally and culturally, culturally, it is such a struggle. It is such a struggle. When you wrote the book, what was your intention? What do you what do you want to achieve out of it? Acceptance. Just acceptance. I wish people could just see us as normal people because we really are normal people. It's just acceptance, really. Okay. We're going to open up lines. Uh, we do have our WhatsApp line, which mm -hmm. we normally open. And uh, on our WhatsApp line, you can leave a voice note so that uh, we can have a discussion around basically the subject matter. I know that we, we're talking about the book, which is uh, unbreakable and it breaks down all the challenges where uh, Dimpo talks about meeting a partner, uh, from meeting a partner, trying to introduce your partner to your grandmother who happened to be so open-minded. Yeah. 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 What was that like? It was beautiful. Honestly, I was expecting her to ask me, so are you gay or something? But she was just like, I've never seen you so happy. And that was all I wanted. And after that, I honestly thought it would be easy to tell people about what we share with Bikutsa, but it turned out it wasn't that easy. But with my grandmother, it was 
the most beautiful thing ever. Yeah. 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 Let's have this conversation. That's 061-410-4107. That's 061-410-4107. And we are tackling this issue from an angle of you are in a homosexual relationship. You have family. You have members. You have friends. You have a church congregation. How was the transition in terms of being accepted? Were you accepted? Are you accepted? Or maybe it could be the other way around where you're a mom and your child decides to come out. And, you you know, moms normally, I would like to believe, as much as they struggle, eventually, you know, they fold. Yeah. Hopefully. We always hope that they fold. Yeah. But sometimes society can be so harsh. They shun. Yeah. And almost like, Ish, it was nice knowing you. I got to go like your, fr- like your friend <laughs> B in the book. Yeah, yeah. How did that make you feel? I think friendship breaks up us so hard. It, I cried for so long, but I also needed to make peace with it and respect her decision to just not be in the picture. Mm, okay. Let's, let's talk about it. And also... Yeah. So you mentioned if you're a parent, and I'd like to add that if you are a homosexual that's not at peace with yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's also another struggle. Okay. Yeah. Maybe let's just give a, a, a quick synopsis, yeah? a okay. quick synopsis of the contents in the book okay. uh, in, in like maybe a minute or two of, you know, I know we've spoken about your meeting your partner, going to work. And then what happens afterwards? What happened after you came home or you decided to let the f- everybody else around you that this is what I have decided, this is the route that I'm taking and I'm dating another woman? Explain to me. So after I told my grandmother and then I told my best friend and because it didn't go well, I stopped telling people. I just went around like this is happening, you'll see for yourself. And some, so you, it's so funny that you even ask me that. Yesterday I posted on LinkedIn, announcing the book, and people were just inboxing. Are you really gay? Like, is this really the truth? Or well, you wrote the book on behalf of somebody. So I stopped announcing it. I, I just decided people will see this. Like, there was a time when I met my uncle, I'm like, this is my partner. And he went like, your partner, partner, partner. I'm like, yeah, she's my partner. I didn't even explain that she's a woman. Obviously, they can see she's a woman. So I honestly, I honestly stopped explaining. And yeah, it was just like, take it or leave it. Wow. And then your dad. And then my dad. Walk me through that. My dad, with my dad, it happened the same way as it happened with my grandmother. My dad was, it was so casual. And then he just looked at her like, if you had her, I'm going to kill you. And that was it. That was it. And it also happened with a smile. So with my dad, it was quite easy. It was very easy. Ooh. We never even, he never even asked. So are you now dating women? It was just that. And you, you spoke about society as in the other members that are exterior members, not, not your mom not your dead, other people just looking at you with that. Are you sure you need to confirm? Please double confirm. <laughs> How did that make you feel? 
it sometimes it would just really annoy me and then sometimes I would just be like okay it's fine that they're trying to digest it or because a bigger part of me just really didn't care what what people I think the only person that I was really 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 looking for acceptance from was my son and when that happened it was also very easy and after that happened I was just like okay let me just live my life I've I'm happy and I'm happier than I have been so if this only one person tapo understands this then we good to go wow yeah and you tried to get married yeah and home affairs was a nightmare oh bad listen to home affairs was the worst nightmare <laughs> so yeah getting clearance to marry a woman in a country that does not acknowledge a union like that was a nightmare but then when we got to SA then it was still it was still a nightmare and now the papers expire you have to go back to the same nightmare you're like ah. but because the relationship made me feel so good there was never a moment where i felt like maybe this is not meant to happen i kept thinking no this will happen but let's abandon getting married and try to have a baby but then it was also not happening do you feel ostracized to a larger extent yes and if you were given an opportunity to change things maybe it's changing the constitution whatever change that you'd like what would be the one thing the first thing you would do i think the first thing would be you know we always talk about making homosexual normal but even in schools there aren't any there isn't any content that really makes us normal so kids at school don't see us as normal because they don't read about us there is nothing that they're taught that talks to us and our existence so that would be where we start they grow up knowing that there are people like us that needs to be accepted and needs to be seen as normal people that's where we should start and I'm, I'm you know you know when you've read a book my head is so full of too much information <laughs> it's so full of information because it was really really jam packed from your mom to and how your mom reacted and uh when you spoke about having a baby and then your mom decided i what do i tell the people yeah yeah but why didn't you just tell her that your daughter is having a baby and also i think it's that need to explain how is she having a baby now my daughter it's homosexual but now she's having a baby are people going to see her as a loose woman you know like now you still have men uh backstage something like i think it was from that perspective but i also think it was not necessary it's really some things are really not necessary yeah yeah so from <laughs> from where you're sitting do you think as south africa or as south africans as a nature nation culturally are we ever going to change our mindsets in the way we view women that see other women or men that see other men or people that are just gender fluid um i'm hopeful i'm really hopeful that maybe someday i'm really hopeful I am hopeful. And what's your life been like ever since coming out? 
it's been it's been very interesting. Some days, some days it's easy, and then some days it's really hard, especially when you need services from institutions that don't see you as normal. And then also, some days I feel like when we meet, like now, I feel like when we meet, I have to say, this is Dimpo, um, homosexual, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I feel like I need to tell you so that you decide if you want to engage or not. Because I also would not tolerate your hate. Yeah. 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 Uh, are people aware of the hurt that they inflict on you do you think do you think because most of the times you know someone will react in such a manner you know i brush off like oh do you think some people do it purposely i had an incident recently where i was talking about my partner and then i saw this person was saying so i was talking about my partner and they thought i was talking about my husband then i said no it's not a husband it's a wife and then they said it's the same thing i said no it's not the same thing I'm not married to a man. It's not a husband. It's my wife. And then when I explained that when I'm saying it's not the same thing and you're being dismissive, it's very offensive because it's really not the same thing. So I think sometimes people just take it for granted, but sometimes people are really deliberate, are are doing it on purpose to just hurt people because maybe they don't understand or maybe they fear something within them that might just be awoken. I don't know, but I've met different kind of people that are aware and not aware that they're being hurtful. Mm. Unbreakable, that's the book that we're talking about, The Journey into Pride. And uh, we're talking to uh, Dimpose. So she's the author of the book. Have you launched it? And if if yes, where can we find it? We're launching on Freedom Day. Uh, we um, In Cape Town, we've got two places that have got the book. It's Book Lounge and Clark's Bookstore. We'll be on Take A Lot in, in a week or so. And also the website where I'm going to be selling, because I'm also a leadership coach, where we'll be selling, uh, should be up um, tomorrow or latest on Monday. <laughs> and and then some other places we're still, we're still trying to get to an agreement. But yeah, they will, we will make announcements on my socials. And just before I let you go, because I'm going to let you go just now, okay. I just want to find out, you know, your, your your personal life in terms of what you've been up to, because I know you've been up to quite a lot of things. And uh, now you're, uh, I don't know whether I should say, uh, self-employed, human capital, <laughs> just in a in a in a. So I'm venturing into leadership coaching, uh-huh. and that's where the the business is called Infinite Coaching. And that's where we'll be able to get the book from on that on the Infinite Coaching website. And yeah, um, yeah, I am self-employed. And all the best. It was such a lovely read. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was a lovely for me to take two days. Well, I say two days. It was one day because it was a few hours, and then I do other things. Then because I'm I was reading another book in the process. It still feels weird to speak to someone that doesn't know me and has read the book. 
It's a good sign. Yeah. It's a good sign. Unbreakable, my journey into pride. That's Dimpose, so author of the book that we've just been discussing and they will be launching. And of course, she's just giving you some, you know, information where you can purchase the book. Let's take a small break and we will be back. We are going to talk to a legend. Yvonne Chaka Chaka is standing by on the line.